women live longer than men. And because we do, like that's definitely a blessing, but there are some financial challenges that we need to talk about to make sure that we are okay. Welcome, I am Camilla Jeffs, a 20-year student of money. I'm an introvert who started out broke and full of fear. Fast forward to today, where I've conquered the secrets of getting my financial house in order, become a professional investor, and built a business that supports my family. And I'm going to show you exactly how I did it. We're going to talk about getting in the game as a real investor, building a business to support you, and passing on wealth strategies to the next generation. Think of this as your one-stop shop for all things money. This is the Quiet Wealth Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Camilla, and I'm so excited that you have joined me for this episode. And in today's episode, we're talking about the longevity of women. Longevity is a big word. It just simply means that women live longer than men. And because we do, like that's definitely a blessing, but there are some financial challenges that we need to talk about to make sure that we are okay. So for this episode, we're going to explore the profound impact of longevity that's on women's finances. And at the end, I'm going to tell you a story about a woman who knew nothing in her 50s about finances and went on to become a millionaire in her 60s. So it's a pretty cool story. So make sure you stay for that. So first, let's understand the challenge at hand, because statistics reveal that on average, women tend to outlive men by five years in the U.S. and seven years worldwide. Now, living a longer life is definitely a blessing. I've been to conferences where they're like, write down what age you think you'll live to. And then they try and push us to like write down 120. Because if you think you're going to live to age 120, you probably make different decisions today than if you only think you're only going to live till 60. But even though it is a blessing, it does come with its own set of financial hurdles. So consider this, women often have to make their savings last longer in retirement. Because the longer you live, of course, the more significant your strain on your financial resources is going to be. But also, there's a lot of society factors that contribute to the gender gap because women face career interruptions. You know, I I did a podcast episode on navigating a career break and how to do that because of caregiving responsibilities, either for children or for elderly aging parents. And while these responsibilities are essential and they are fulfilling, absolutely, and I did it, they can absolutely disrupt a woman's earning potential and retirement planning. But there's a dilemma because the most immediate financial challenge that's tied to longevity is retirement. Because with longer life expectancies, women have to plan their finances carefully to make sure they don't outlive their savings. And that's the thing that drives me crazy about going to a traditional financial planner is because they ask you, well, how long do you think you're going to live? Like, I have no idea. Only God knows that. Only God knows that timing. I don't know that timing. And so instead of trying to figure out how long you're going to live and how much money you're going to need, we focus on 
income streams, like producing multiple income streams that will never go dry. Now, we all know that it's crucial to start saving, investing early and consistently, and compound interest can be your best friend in building a big retirement fund, right? That's the that's very traditional financial advice. But I am going to tell you that you can do it even if you don't start in your 20s, right? You can do it starting in your 50s. And that's what the story I'm going to tell you here in a minute is, is about. Now, there's another layer to the challenge here of longevity, and that's the gender pay gap. Because women on average earn less than their male counterparts. And that just even compounds the longevity issue more. And so to address that, when you are in your career, you have to take a proactive stance when it comes to your career and finances. And you got to learn how to negotiate. It's a very valuable skill to bridge the income gap. You have to be able to advocate for yourself and seek fair compensation. And when I was working in HR, it was something that was really important to me in HR, especially in the tech industry, to make sure that women were compensated just as well as men. And there's lots of resources out there available to learn negotiation tactics and strategies to ensure that you receive equal pay for equal work. And then the last layer, the fourth layer of this challenge is that health and wealth often go hand in hand. If you have a longer life expectancy, then it's even more critical to prioritize our health and wellness. And so things like proactive healthcare, long-term care planning, those are essential components of financial preparedness. So because we know we don't want to be a burden on our children as we age. And so if we put together a solid plan and have the proper insurance and, and things in place, then we can make sure that we don't become a burden for our children. And then managing those healthcare costs and insurance effectively, that can significantly impact your financial stability as well. So you can invest in preventive care, maintain a healthy lifestyle, you explore long-term care insurance options, like those are ways that you can safeguard your financial well-being. So what do we do, right? So we've, we've talked about the challenges that come from living longer, and there's blessings also. But to tackle challenges that come from longevity... Women have to build their financial resilience. That's one of the reasons that I do what I do because I'm so passionate about this and I know that it's critical for women to have these things in place because they don't always do, right? Like the average age of widowhood is 55, 55. And more and more people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s are getting divorced. And suddenly a woman is forced to figure it out on her own for either of those two reasons. So a couple of steps that you can do. So one is definitely create an emergency fund. And what's an emergency fund? Well, an emergency fund is to cover unexpected expenses. And for me, I've always tried to keep a six-month emergency fund that would cover my expenses for six months if I was unable to produce any more income at all right? So that's kind of like the base. That is the base of finances. So if you can do that, you go through and you just figure 
out what are your expenses every month, you know, your actual expenses and don't say, oh, well, if I got laid off, I would get rid of my phone. That's a hundred dollars a month. No, you're not going to get rid of your phone, honey. You're going to keep your phone. You'll probably keep doing your hair, you know, although maybe you only need to do it once in that six month time period, you'll, you'll figure it out, but create that emergency fund. And then I would even add some extra on top of like multiply it by 25% to add even more to it. The second step is to diversify your investments to spread out your risk. I've had people come to me who have all their money in the stock market and they're in their sixties and now they're freaked out because they don't feel safe. They feel like all of their money could be lost and they're just not properly diversified. And so there's a lot more diversification that you can do outside of the stock market. Of course, you can keep some money in there and diversify through all of those ways of diversifying, but there's so much more you can do outside the stock market. And those are the things that I love to teach about. And then finally, invest in your financial literacy. So, so important to learn all the things about finances that you can. Because if you take these steps, you can really strengthen your financial foundation. You can face the future with confidence. So let me tell you about my friend, Linda. She was in her early fifties. She's super warm-hearted. She's optimistic person. And she spent most of her life dedicated as a homemaker and a caregiver for her family. And she'd always been content with her role. She loved it. She loved doing all the things for all the, for all the kids. But as she reached her fifties and her kids moved out and began their own lives, she began to reflect on her financial situation and she realized, uh-oh, I don't know very much about finances. And she was watching a financial talk show on television and she heard the host discussing the importance of financial literacy and potential for multiple streams of income. And she got excited. She was like, wait a minute, I want to learn more about this. And so right then and there, she decided, okay, I'm going to learn more about money and I want to try to secure my financial future a little bit better. Because at this point in your life, in your 50s, sure, you can go back to college. Some people do, and people applaud the the older people who go through and get their degree, and that's very exciting. But it may not be the best career choice for you. Like You could definitely pivot careers in your 50s and 60s, but you might want to look at other ways to create income streams. And I'm going to tell you what Linda did. So in her early 50s, her journey began with a trip to the local library, and she checked out stacks of books on personal finance, investing, and entrepreneurship. And she immersed herself in these books. She took diligent notes. She looked up words that she didn't know and you know new things and or complex concepts. She could she used YouTube to like listen to other people explain them so she could really understand the concepts. And her dedication to learning was infectious. Like not only did she read books, she joined online forums. She joined local financial literacy groups. She formed friendships with people who shared her aspirations. And she realized it's never too late to start learning about finances. And she was determined to catch up on lost time. Now, Linda's journey reflects my own in many ways, because I also 
dove into stacks of books on personal finance, investing and entrepreneurship and join online forums and local groups. And I have some very amazing friendships with people who share my aspirations. And it's a very cool place to be. That was in her early 50s. In her mid 50s, right? As she started to really gain confidence in her financial knowledge, she started exploring different income generating opportunities. She knew that becoming a millionaire was a long term goal, but she knew she had to take small, practical steps to get there. And one day, she was out in her garden and she realized, you know what? I really love gardening. And maybe I could turn my passion for gardening into a small business. And so she began selling her organic produce at local farmers markets and starting making products like honey from honeybees. And she quickly gained a following. And this venture became her first stream of income ever, right? She'd never brought in income until now. First stream of income. Now, she was so excited about her success in gardening that she started exploring other income avenues. She started an online blog where she shared her gardening tips and experiences, which eventually led to affiliate marketing partnerships and advertising revenue, which is her second stream of income. And at the same time, she started investing in stocks and real estate, and slowly growing her investment portfolio. So she studied the markets. She diversified her investments. She made informed decisions. And all that added a third stream of income, passive income from her investments. So her relentless pursuit of financial knowledge and her diversified income streams paid off. Because by her early 60s, she reached her goal of becoming a millionaire. Her gardening business continued to flourish. Her blog got more readers and her investments provided that steady source of income. So Linda's story is so cool because it's a testament to the power of determination and lifelong learning. This is my favorite. When I was in college, when I was a young college student, I had a professor who just talked about the benefits of lifelong learning. She said, you want to become a lifelong learner. And I was like, you know what? That's exactly what I want to do. And I just want to go to college all the time because I love learning. I just love going to classes and I love reading books and I love taking courses and all those things. So Linda went from being financially naive in her fifties to becoming a millionaire with multiple streams of income in her sixties. So her journey not only transformed her financial situation, but also her confidence, her independence, and her outlook on life. This is the power of focusing on your finances because we're not all about money here. We're all about what money can do for you and help you in your journey. So Linda's story reminds us that it's never too late to embark on a journey of financial empowerment. Because if you have dedication, if you have a thirst for knowledge, and you muster up that courage to explore new opportunities, anyone can overcome your financial challenges and achieve your dreams. So I hope you take Linda's story as a source of inspiration 
And for those of you who aspire to take control of your financial destiny and create your own brighter future. Now, the financial challenges women face due to longer life expectancy are real, of course, but they are not insurmountable. If we understand the unique issues at play, you prepare for retirement, you address income disparities, you prioritize your health, you build financial resilience, then you as a woman can navigate these challenges successfully. One of the things that I am very passionate about is working to raise awareness about these issues, to advocate for equal pay, career opportunities, and ensure that women are empowered with the knowledge and resources they need to secure their financial future. Because remember, longer life should be celebrated, not feared. So with the right financial strategies and a proactive approach, women can look forward to a financially secure and fulfilling future. Thanks so much for listening. Let's continue to empower women in their financial journeys. Please share this episode with a woman you know who needs some inspiration that it's never too late to start and to get going now. Thanks for joining and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other episodes. While you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth. And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, much success.